Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, partners. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. There's creative tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor. That FM to get started. Hi, partners. My name is Denisha. And I'm Dana. And welcome to the Partners in Crime or the PIC podcast. This is a podcast that we created to bring you serious crimes, paranormal, and the weird. If this is the first time you're joining us, then you get to hear a recap of some of the things we have done and experienced while making this podcast. As always, we want to give thanks to all of our listeners all over the globe, family and friends who have been supporting us in the two months we've been podcasting. So if you don't know my voice by now, I am Denisha. I am the one with the nasally voice and Dana is the one with the made for radio voice. Hey guys, we just wanted to thank you for all your support and we really love hearing all the feedback that you have and it really helps us out as well. So we know what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear. And hey, if you like us that much, share it with somebody, post it on Facebook, do whatever you got to do. We love the support. Absolutely. So first we want to talk about the podcast process and where we've reached in two months. And I know two months doesn't sound like a lot for people, but it has been a road. Okay, so (laughs) first of all, I posted something on Facebook when we reached our 1K plays, which was a huge milestone for me and Dana. And I also posted in that 1K thing, it wasn't to brag or anything, but it was to show that we definitely, definitely appreciate all the support. Without the listeners, we would have never reached that 1K. And I believe it was the beginning of February, end of January, I was at work. I listened to podcasts religiously. And unbeknownst to me, Dana had already started a podcast that she also has on Apple Music and stuff like that. So you can go check it out. It doesn't have a lot of episodes because she stopped doing that to start this one. 
I shot a couple ideas to coworkers. They helped me out with coming up with the logos. And then on my way home, I called Dana and I was like, guess what, dude? I want to start a podcast. And she's like, been there, done that. I'm like, well, I didn't know. But she was able to help me out with, obviously, the platforms like Anchor. And we also thought about Buzzsprout, but we went with Anchor FM on how to actually get our podcast aired. That was, I think, like I said, the end of January, the beginning of February is when we actually started recording. Yeah, it's definitely been fun. So we definitely... I mean, the the most interesting part is trying to figure out what you have to do to actually make a successful podcast because you can't, it's not like you can just jump on your computer and start recording. You have to worry about audio. You have to worry about editing. You have to have the proper equipment. So Denise and I did a lot of time or spent a lot of time together researching equipment. I already had equipment that I really liked. Um, Denisha's mic is a little bit different than mine. Both of us go through different headsets. We, we use Zoom whenever we're talking uh, or recording an episode. So we're actually not sitting next to each other. So that's been interesting too, trying to schedule times together or whatever we need to do so that we're both available at the same time to record an episode. And then that gets crazy because both of us lead weird lives, crazy lives. We're always up to something, always moving. And um, so, yeah, it's definitely been interesting. She's absolutely right. So I if you haven't listened to our episodes, and this is your first time listening to the podcast, please tune into the rest of the episode. I am in South Carolina. She is located in Colorado, which is, I believe, is what, two, three hours behind? I'm two hours behind you. Right. So she's two hours behind me, which isn't a lot if you think about it, but it is because- But it I, is. It matters. Yeah, it does. It truly does matter because number one, I might be young, but I wake up very, very early in the morning to go to work. And I'm usually in bed by either 7.30 or 8 o'clock, which means that's what, 6 o'clock for her? Mm -hmm. So I definitely have to, as soon as I come home from work, we start recording before my eyes shut down on me. I I wake up at 0.235 in the morning, oh, sorry, 0.225 in the morning, which is a specific time is strange, but I just do to go to work. And I don't, I, I try, but I cannot stay awake past eight o'clock on a weekday, like not without any kind of help. She's also a single mom, guys. So you got to put that into place. She's doing all this, trying to record, trying to edit. Uh, researching is another thing that we do, which is right. it's fun, but it takes hours. And then, of course, editing. I would say editing probably takes the most. What do you think? The most time? I 100% agree. Editing takes a lot. Now, when you guys hear this episode, I would have already edited out some of the mistakes that we made, some of the ums and ahs that we say to make it sound a little bit more professional. There are some podcasts that allow those things in there. And some of those podcasts actually sound pretty good. But if you hear the amount of ums <laughs> that me and Dana <laughs> said, it's just, it's horrible. Like we have to, we have to edit it out. We try to keep it family friendly as well. So we'll say things that aren't exactly appropriate for certain ears. So she also edits that out. Correct. Very, very true. And when she says we, it's mostly Dana. I don't curse that much. <laughs> you don't say that. You don't say that. <laughs> so that's a little bit about us and the creation of this podcast. I felt like it was, we, we had to take our time to make an episode about that because we were going to get a lot of questions about it. There are some people at work who's asked me, how did I start this podcast? What was the process? 
I know it's only been two months, but it took us a while to get where we were. We were completely nervous about this. We didn't even think that people will be listening. And I'm telling you, it's crazy that she mentions that we edit out. Um, we try to make it family friendly. So there is one episode, if you have listened to it, it's called A Haunted in Colorado, where Dana talks about, you know, her experience with her um, her grandparents, God rest their soul, and, you know, certain, certain paranormal experience that she has encountered. That episode, she cursed a lot in it. And I would not lie to you guys. I was super nervous about that because I try to keep it, you know, we try to keep it PG. And mm-hmm. I was like, Dana you curse so much it's going to be hard for me to edit out and that was one of the first episodes that we recorded so I wasn't really good at editing and so editing out every curse word it just wouldn't it wouldn't work so I was like screw it we're just going to leave the curse words in there and I and to be honest with you that is the number one episode that everybody likes yeah dude that one has the most listens which is funny but you got to admit I am getting better at the cursing thing I don't think I've dropped an f-bomb yet and it uh we're 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 five minutes in so i'm doing good going strong going strong no i agree like she hasn't dropped an f-bomb and sometimes when we create these episodes i think like obviously i want to give what the listeners want this these episodes are not about me and dana it's what you guys want you guys are our our audience and i'm like well do they want person in it but then I'm like, no, because i feel like you can reach a bigger demographic if you keep the curse out of it but apparently this is what people want they want the curses so there are some episodes that if you have listened she does say some words and i leave it in there but it's kind of like the the it's soft, like hell or something like yeah that. like the soft curses and stuff like that but um i don't just, drop f-bombs anymore unless like i drop something and then i'm like oh blank <laughs> yeah and I yeah. do, you'll hear me pause a lot. And uh, in the, the earlier episodes, if you hear a skip, it's because <laughs> I messed <laughs> yes. up and she had to edit it. Right. And like I said, the early episodes, literally I learned editing and all the stuff that encompasses a podcast in February. So I was not good at editing. I have gotten better. I feel like I've gotten better. Oh, um, dude, I'm- you're amazing. Yeah, you did great. You're, you're, you know, you're amazing. Stop it. You do you, boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the other funny thing is, is like we edit out a lot of our bloopers. But ladies and gents, let me tell you, some of these are so funny. We have to stop recording because we just can't <laughs> stop laughing. There was one, I don't remember what in the world we were talking about, but my significant other had came in and he yeah, slammed the, the door. Out of you. And we were talking about something haunted and yeah. I literally fell out of my chair. Like, cause I was like, I believe in this stuff. She doesn't. So I've already got goosebumps. I'm already freaked out. Niles comes in, slams the door. And I swear I had a mini heart attack. I <laughs> fell out of my chair and I was like yelling at you, at, yelling at, it. I was like, what is your problem? <laughs> yes. It was actually, it kind of startled me too. Cause I was like, what just happened? One second she's sitting in the next second. She's not there. And I'm like, where did they go? <laughs> what in the world just happened but like when we talk about these paranormal stuff for one this is and I've we've mentioned it before it's the first time Dana is hearing about it unless it's something like an episode we did on exorcism she's it was based off well the movie was based off of real events so she knew about the movie but she didn't know all the details behind what happened in real life. So most of these episodes we go into 
not knowing anything or she goes into well actually both of us we go into not knowing anything so like it's quiet I tell my kids to stay away and then I start talking about the haunting stuff and there's so there are some episodes that you guys haven't heard yet that seriously gave me the heebie-jeebies recording it researching it at the I mean the old hag episode, I told myself, I said, if I do not go to sleep tonight, I'm going to be so pissed because talking about the old hag episode, even though we had already pre-recorded it. Now, mind you, I have to re-listen to it later on because I'm doing the editing. Mm-hmm. It just, it freaks me out. No, I, I agree. Especially with some of the crime things or the crime episodes, we have to stop because we get angry. Some of the, some, or I get angry at least she's already heard it a few times and been researching it. So she's had that time to calm down a little bit, but both of us still get really amped up, especially with the Anthony pardon one. Uh, Timothy Hennis wasn't so bad, but the, what was the other one? That Maria Lautenbach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a few that we have to like edit out pretty large sections. Cause both of us are like, what in the world? Like these people are just straight up evil. Hey partners, Dana and I would like to thank you for the milestones we have reached. And with that, head to blackoutcoffee.com and use promo code PARTN10 to get double your morning fix of coffee and your favorite podcast. That's Papa Alpha Romeo Tango November and the number 10. Don't start your day without it. So welcome back, guys. First, we're going to start with the Oakwood Cemetery experience. Now, if you haven't listened to Oakwood Cemetery, it's actually one of our first episodes. Actually, I think it's the first episode that we aired. It's Oakwood Cemetery, and then it goes into um, Lavania Fisher, which was the first female, yeah, first female serial killer right here in South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina. We talk about places, haunted places that we want to uh, visit. Now, the prison in, in Charleston, I believe at the time that we recorded, wasn't opened yet, so I wasn't able to visit it due to COVID, but I was able to visit Oakwood Cemetery. If you go to our Instagram page, which is PIC underscore Dynamic Duo, scroll all the way down, because like I said, it's one of the first episodes we aired, you'll see the pictures of the cemetery. So now I'm going to tell you guys about my personal experience there. It is about a three-hour drive from where I live. And I took my Polaroid camera because ghosts like Polaroids. If you watch every ghost movie, Polaroids just seems to be a thing that ghosts likes. So I take this Polaroid camera. And mind you, when everything happened, I called Dana and I was telling her about what was happening. I actually kept in uh, contact with her throughout the trip. We were just there for, I believe, it was Friday and Saturday. We came back Sunday, I believe. So we go to Oakwood Cemetery. I go there when it's sunlight and I take pictures and video of the cemetery, just walking around, getting the feel of it. It's a very beautiful cemetery, very surreal because it was charted back in the 1800s. The story behind one of the encounters in the cemetery is that there was a female that was there with her son. While she was paying respect to a family member, her son was playing with a ball. He falls off this hill and dies. She buries him a couple of days later, because of her grief, she then commits suicide. And now she is now the lady in white and the cemetery. And there are some encounters with this little boy. There is a part of the cemetery called the Porter's Field, which most of the poor, you know, criminals and stuff have been um, buried. And that field is still there. 
So I go to that area. We take pictures or whatever, just to give the listeners, you know, a view of this cemetery. Like I said, it's, it's very surreal and it's strange to say that it's a beautiful cemetery, but it's very well kept and it is beautiful. I even go to the, the part where I believe the little boy, you know, fell to is that there's, there's a hill that's close to a railroad track there. So there's a couple of things that happened. While walking, I had my friend with me, his mm-hmm. ankle, well, we started hearing things like somebody was walking behind us. And Dana mentioned that I don't believe in these things, but I tell you the more and more I research some of these stuff, I guess I'm starting to become a believer. And that's a lot for me to say on a podcast. So that's pretty cool though, dude, because I'm excited. So Denisha's birthday is coming up. Yes. I'm going to be going to... We're having a birthday party anyway, so I'll be going to see her, but hopefully well, I'm talking about extending my trip and hopefully we'll be able to do something and visit some of these places. We actually do have plans to go visit them together. So keep posted on that. Yes. Which I'm excited about because Dana's a little punk. She's going to run out. I will. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah. I'll throw that Bible at you and be like, good luck. Good luck. Oh. So the guy that I was with, his ankle started hurting him for no apparent reason. This was after we heard the footsteps behind us. And I kept turning around. This isn't broad daylight. I kept turning around because I was like, there's nobody behind us. Why do we keep hearing these things? So after his ankle subsided, the pain went away. We continued to walk. It's a massive cemetery. We continue to walk through. We take pictures or whatever. Nothing spectacular to that happened that day. So we went we went and had lunch or whatever. I wanted to wait until the sun went down. Like I wanted to go when it was dark and head back there. Now my Polaroid camera, and I'm going to explain this because I, I want to explain the Polaroid camera situation first. So you can understand what happens later. My Polaroid camera is not an old school Polaroid camera. It comes with a flash. So it can take pictures at night. I've Googled it, done so many research on it after this happened. The camera works. I had film. I think I only had 18 film because for somewhere reason, it is very hard to find Polaroid film. We go back to the cemetery when it's pitch black. We're walking around. I'm taking pictures and I'm putting the Polaroid like you're supposed to. You're not so, you don't want it to be exposed to light. I'm putting them in my sweater, just like what I was doing in the daytime. Those pictures develop. It is the same exact film that I'm using. They didn't switch it out. So I'm taking these pictures, right? Then my buddy is like, hey, how about you go over there where where you think the little boy died? I was like, I'm not going there by myself. That's white people stuff. If you're offended that I said that, I'm sorry. But I was like, that's literally what I said because I have a recording of me saying that. I'm like, that's white people stuff. I'm not going over there by myself. You're coming with me. If you got to hold my pocket, you're coming there with me. So we're walking towards that area. And he's like, hey, snap pictures while we're walking. As we're walking, I pull up my Polaroid camera and I kid you not, I see this short and I, I'm not going to say short because I'm short. I see she something short. shorter than me run across this open field in the cemetery and I snapped the picture and it was a pause because I'm like, okay, did I see what I see? And hopefully I got it on camera. So I paused for a little bit and I'm trying to explain to Richard like, did you not see that? And he's like, oh, I thought you didn't believe in stuff. And I was like, I'm just asking you a question. Answer the question because now I'm freaked <laughs> out, right? And our car is far away. So I'm just like, how am I going to get there? I'm thinking in my mind, if a ghost attack us, I just got to be faster than the person I'm with. You know, I just have to outrun the person I'm with. That's, that's all I'm thinking. 
So anyway, I'm like, this is awesome. I snap a couple of more pictures. My flash is working. I'm like, this is awesome. Whatever it is that I saw is going to be on my camera. I walk over to that area to make sure, because it disappeared. Like it just disappeared. I walked to that area to make sure it wasn't an animal. Maybe it was a car driving by. There was nothing. There was nothing that could explain what I saw. I go back in the car, super excited that I got this on camera. I pull out every single Polaroid that I took that night and not one of them developed, not one. Crazy. And I called Dana and sent her the pictures of the Polaroid and not one of them developed. I even replaced the film, took pictures, waited, would not develop. We leave the cemetery, take pictures again in the same lighting. And yeah, you guessed it. The pictures developed. That's crazy. It's like, yeah, I don't know how that works because, you know, a lot of ghosts and stuff like that, the only way that you can see them is if you take a Polaroid. But there are certain entities that I guess won't appear or whatever, or maybe, it I don't know, that's weird. just creepy. And guys, when she said she was freaked out, she was freaked <laughs> out. She was like, this thing just ran across. I was like, it's a fox, chill out. She's like, no, it wasn't a fox. So <laughs> it whatever it fox. was, whatever it was, I wish I was there. I really do. But, and, and here's another thing. So the newer type of Polaroids and maybe the older type, I've never owned an older type, when you take a picture, it counts down and it tells you how much film that you have left. My, my camera was working perfectly fine throughout the day. That night, it would not count down how much film I had left. So I didn't even know how much film I had left in the, in the freaking camera. And the only downfall about this whole trip that I did, because I was pissed, number one, those films cost a lot of freaking money. Polaroid films are not cheap. It's ridiculous. I threw away those Polaroids. Now I have a picture of them from my iPhone, but I threw away the Polaroids. And I'm thinking, you know, Richard's like, you need to keep them. So I'm thinking, nah, I'm not keeping this. I'm pissed. Like I'm freaking pissed. So then, you know, when you watch, you ever watch like scary movies? It's like after everything is done, the maid comes into the room and like, and then it's always, the Polaroids and all of a sudden yeah, they're developed. Yeah. They're developed. And she's like, oh, it was me. It's because there's always stuff like Hispanic yeah. You know, whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> damn, somebody is going to find my Polaroid cameras, uh, my, my Polaroid film, and they're going to see the ghost or the fox that you said ran across the screen. And it's just going to piss me off. And they're pretty cool photos, guys. It's yeah. like dead tree. Like it, they, it looks like a cemetery. Like it, it yes. looks like a cemetery. Like I said, those pictures were posted on our Instagram, which is PIC underscore dynamic duo. If you scroll all the way down, it's actually one of the first pictures that I posted. I have everything about that on our Instagram. Welcome back, partners. So Denisha and I have a friend. His name is uh, Matt Ellington. He's in jail right now. Um, I've been talking to him back and forth on the phone. We've been writing letters and basically he is in jail for felony child abuse leading to death. Now he has his side of the story, of course, but the fact of the matter is, is he is in jail because a child is dead for abuse and neglect. His Three-year-old son, Jaden, passed away on, I think it was December 30th, uh, from blunt force trauma to the head. 
But like I said, I have been in correspondence with him. I haven't been able to get a hold of him lately, but we uh, he did tell me his side of the story. I, I'm on the fence. So people lie. And Denisha and I say that quite a bit. You know, you can never truly understand what happens unless you're there and you actually experience it. He tells me one story, but what, from what I read, you know, and they don't, they don't necessarily give a lot of information as far as what happened to the child and his character witnesses were phenomenal that he's a stand-up guy. Right. I remember him being a great guy. I don't see him committing this crime now, maybe negligence, but you know, he did, he physically did not harm this child. I don't believe that maybe he made some bad choices. And once I get, once I get his consent uh, to read his side of the story, we will definitely get back to that. But there's something that, that happened that literally anybody can make that mistake. You, me, my parents, your parents, is that what happened? I don't know, but that's what he says. And I don't, take him for being a liar he he was always a really nice guy always super motivated trying to help people out I don't see him doing it but you never know you really never know people are are crazy so right people can be different behind closed doors so what Dana is talking about is the Susan Smith slash Sergeant Ellington episode obviously we go into certain details on the the Susan Smith uh, case. And then we talk about Sergeant Ellison. Also at at a part of that episode, we do talk about corresponding with certain inmates. Now we were lucky enough that Sergeant Ellison did respond back to Dana. And like I said, they have been in correspondence. I actually have heard them like during a time that we were recording, he actually called her and you know, they talked. He seems to be in good spirits for a person that's in, you know, incarcerated for when is he supposed to come out? 2024, I believe. Yep, 2024. Mm-hmm. Right. So he has three more years and he's in high spirits as much as high spirits that he can be. I will tell you personally, and if you guys have listened to our podcast, me and Dana, we agree to disagree and we work that way. His side of the story if he gets, if he gives us permission to talk about it on the podcast, I don't believe in the slightest bit. I'm just going to be honest. I'm not saying that he is a malicious person, but as a police officer, I see the good, the bad, and the ugly in everyone. There are some things that people don't show you in public. And the fact that he was a Marine doesn't sway me to believe that he's not evil because there were other I don't know if you were in our squadron at the time when it was that I think he was a staff sergeant that was molesting his stepdaughter, eight-year-old stepdaughter. I don't and I, wasn't yeah, I can't remember his name, but it was either a sergeant or a staff sergeant that was in our squadron. And he got arrested for molesting his eight-year-old. And how it was found out is that the eight-year-old told the teacher and the teacher ended up coming back and saying something. And he was found guilty of it. So what I'm trying to say is that he... Is probably he's probably repented for it, and I I don't know his story. Once you guys hear it, hopefully he gives us permission to say it. It just sounds far out there, and I don't knock Dana for believing him. That is, you know, that's her. That's how she is. But I personally 
don't believe no if I believe him you know I think it's possible but I don't know like I said people lie you know and you know I remember being his friend you know like I remember him being a cool guy so I don't I don't know if I believe him I think there's a possible a kid is dead that's the bottom line. right that's the bottom line right so that was pretty somber we apologize but this is a recap (laughs) (laughs) this is a recap of all of our episodes that we felt were important to talk about because we did tell you guys that we want to do something and we're proving to you guys that we're doing it. But this is something a little bit more, I guess, fun to discuss, right? So once again, one of our early episodes, UFO slash Robert Johnson. This episode, there is about maybe about 15 minutes we talk about UFOs. And I think a good bit of it was about Robert Johnson because there was so much talk about with Robert. I mean, that's where we met Boboba Bubs. So, <laughs> but if you're listening to this and you haven't watched the newly released Pentagon UFO videos that's or so like weird. they like they want to call it, they call it unidentified aerial phenomena. So we're going to call it UAP because I feel like the, the, the Pentagon refuses to say UFO, yeah. which I find very strange that they name it UAP. But mm-hmm. I told Dana about these videos. She's watched it and I'm going to give you a visual and then you could go on YouTube or whatever and rewatch these videos. So in the UFO slash Robert Johnson video, mm-hmm. I talked about the video that the pentagon released in 2020 that nobody batted an eye about because of covid right this video was with fighter jets they were doing some kind of mission uh practice whatever and they see this object that they cannot track on their radar and you can hear the pilot saying like what is that we don't know what that is right well kind of like the same thing happened again but this time it was on a stealth ship right a navy Mm -hmm. stealth ship so it, the stealth ship from my research is actually a highly, long story short, he, the guy who took the video, he's not even supposed to have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. And the video was actually leaked. And then the Pentagon had to say like, okay, yeah, it's real. This idiot leaked it. Um, mm-hmm. And he's not even supposed to have a cell phone. It's, it's Dude, a he's stealth- probably in so much trouble right now. He probably is, but it's a stealth ship. Anyway, just keep that in the back of your mind because I discussed this with coworkers. So the video shows this circle, saucer, but if saucer, if you want to call it that, saucer. And they're on the water and the saucer is going back and forth, whatever. And then it just goes boop, right in the water. And they're like, it's a splash. And you're just like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's freaking weird. It's just gone. Like, it's just gone. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. There's, And then I think in the same area, there is a video of a triangular it's like um, infrared. They're using infrared to track it. And it's this triangle thing that's just darting all over the, the place. And then, then that one just disappears. Infrared's hard for me to like differentiate because I feel like that's just like, I don't know. The, the water one though, that one was like, where'd it go? Yeah, that, like, that one was kind of And you gotta weird. wonder if someone's like, do you think someone edited it? Edited it? I always have trouble. No, no, because the Pentagon said that it's an actual video. Like, why would they you lie they about lie? that? Because they're liars. That's what I mean, doing. they are. They are liars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, something. it's it's weird. It's like, where, where did it, like, God? Where are you? Yeah, <laughs> you like, <know>? are you, <laughs> are you, is it going to Atlantis or something? Like, where is it going? I don't know it was 
Yeah. It was There's super, no super explanation. Weird. It was like, boop, and yeah, like, it's boop. just gone. And it's, it's just, just gone. gone. Yeah. So, it, so if, like I said, I'm going to go back to our UFO episode. At the end of it, we talked about hoping that it's, hoping that it is UFOs or UAPs and not some other government entity that has this technology to spy on us. And the reason why I say that is because every, not every single video, but the most recent videos that the Pentagon has released, most of them, for some weird reason, happen around military airspaces, spaces that no one else is supposed to be flying in, right? So mm-hmm. my thing is, why? Why can't you just be a UFO in Bowtown Buford where I live? Like, let me see <laughs> why you, well, don't come Bowtown Buford because there's a military base there. But you know what I'm saying? Like in the middle of nowhere where there's no military, why is it these entities or UA- UAPs are always around military bases? It leads me to believe that maybe it is another government that, that has surpassed us in technology. And maybe, and I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not, but I'm just saying. Why are aliens only around military bases? If you're so smart, like why even spy on the military bases unless it's like China or Russia or something? I mean, they already attack our freaking pipelines. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's strange. And nobody bats their eyes at these UFO videos. Nope. But this was like a huge thing back in the 80s, actually before that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, so every time we talk about UFOs, I always think about that place uh, or that, that movie was, t- that was taken place in, I think it was Alaska. It's called the fourth kind. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. So it's, a, it's on Netflix. You got to watch it, but basically, and I believe there, like, again, there's another military base out there, but right. there's a woman, dude, it's just, it's just weird. You got to watch it. She claims to have been abducted by a bunch of um, aliens and there's actual footage of her speaking about her abduction or yeah, abduction, her experience, but then something weird happens and it's just, it's creepy. Like, it's like, they claim it's unedited take that for what it's worth you know it could be i'm not saying it is or it isn't but it's just flat out creepy to think about because this woman is a real woman they use her real name and they use actual footage of her being interviewed by somebody and as she's trying to explain what happened her face gets distorted and something weird happens it's just it's just creepy that actually have to reminds watch it. me. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. That actually reminds me of this guy named Bob Lazar. If you guys ever heard of him or haven't heard of him, Google him. His name is Bob Lazar. He actually does an interview with um, Joe Rogan, which take that for what it, what it is because I don't really care for Joe Rogan. But he does an interview with him, and he allegedly, and I say allegedly because I did. I only listened, it's a two hour long, I believe, episode. I only listened to about 45 minutes because I just wasn't believing what this guy was saying. I started researching everything that he said. Apparently he worked for, or he was recruited to work for Area 51. Yeah. But he called his section. I believe they actually moved it to Utah now, dude, by the way. Oh, oh, well. I believe it's been moved. Well, he works for a section called S4, and he allegedly said that he actually worked on actual UFOs, literal UFOs. 
to the point where he was able to take his friends. This is where I stopped listening because I was like, that's horseradish. Yeah. He was able to take his friends to a hill around Area 51 and they were able to record this UFO doing its flight maneuvers because they had a flight schedule that they were, were able to take these aircrafts out to fly. And I'm like, there's no wait way. a minute. There's no way. Like There's it is no one of the most big, well kept. And he's secrets. just bringing, you know, friends. his friends out like, there. What, yeah, like, no like, way. like it's like tailgating yeah. on the mountains watching this aircraft. I'm like, yeah, seriously, there's, There's no, no way. way. But mm-hmm. he has something to say about the UFOs that we are now seeing, or whatever, or excuse me, the UAPs <laughs> that we are now seeing, and it just leads me to believe, like. If the Pentagon isn't using the terminology UFOs, they're using UAP for a reason. And yep. I believe it's because maybe it really isn't aliens. Maybe it is some other government, and, you know? You and know, and I kind of believe suck. that too, because like, exactly, that would suck, you know, like, <laughs> yes. and, but with everything that's going on right now, like, who knows what the heck is out there, honestly? Like we said in the video, we'd love to see aliens, but why is it? I mean, why is it only specific spots that are close to our bases, you know? Right. And mm-hmm. another thing, I would like, and I, I joked about this at work, but you know, you watch all these movies and these people are always being abducted. And for some weird reason, these aliens are probing them in the, uh, the hoo-ha. There are so many other holes in a human body. Why yep. do you have to go through there? Right? Like, like, don't you want to check out someone's brain? Why? Or someplace hole? cleaner? I'm just yeah. kind of confused <laughs> on why you would go there. I know that's off topic, listeners, but I truly, if you guys have a, an answer to that question on why aliens chooses that hole instead of a more cleaner. Yeah. And if they're of- so advanced, wouldn't they know not to go through the bum hole? Yeah, I'm so, I'm so confused about that. I don't know. I don't, you know. Know. I don't know if Gross. that's just to scare people from being abducted. And I who don't in know. the world decided that it's through the bum hole? You know, <laughs> the like alien. The aliens decided that they go through your butt. I guess that's the fastest way to your brain. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they think it's the <laughs> fastest way to your brain. <laughs> but, but yeah, guys. Uh, Check out the two new UFO videos that the Pentagon has released and tell us what you think. So if you guys have made it this far through the recap, um, me and Dana truly appreciate it. Seems like a lot of people like to hear us jabber back and forth. Once again, we want to thank everyone for listening and being part of the Partners in Crime family. Also, we want to talk about our new sponsor, the Blackout Coffee. Go to blackoutcoffee.coffee. Coffee. 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 You drink it with water. Coffee. Coffee. You put water in the coffee and you drink it. (laughs) She's always making fun of my accent, but it is. (laughs) How do you say it? Blackout coffee. Why are you saying it like that? Coffee. How do you say it? Coffee. 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 Oh my God. <laughs> coffee. Coffee. It's anyway, coffee. go to blackout water, water. With, with with your life jacket. Shut up. Anyway, 
<laughs> go to blackoutcoffee.com. Use promo code P-A-R-T-N-10. That's Papa Alpha Romeo Tango November and the number 10 to get 10% off your next purchase. There are going to be some guest speakers coming up. We actually got a couple of emails about the old hag and we have an interview set up with a individual that would like to share their experience. Now, now listen, if you listen to any of our podcasts, it doesn't have to be about paranormal. If you have something that has happened to your family crime-wise and you want to share that story with us and you want us to share it with our listeners, please let us know. Email us at partner in crime. Now, I'll explain. Partners were taken, okay? So we had to improvise. People emailed me and asked and asked me, like, did I spell the email wrong? I did not spell the email wrong. It is spelled the way that it's supposed to be spelled. So please go to our, it's too much to spell out. So go to our bio in on Apple Music or whatever. You'll see the email in there. Click the, the link. It'll take you directly to our email and just email us your stories. If you have any questions for me and Dana that you want us to answer on our next two-month recap, please email those in to us. Also topics. If you guys have topics you want us to cover, let us know. And with that, we love you guys. Bye. Bye.